Welcome to episode 62 of the HSO Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology-related matters and much more besides. I'm your host, Michael Lonnan, and in this episode, I wanted to answer a really simple question. Why is project success bound by finding the right partner to support you? And to answer that, I grabbed industry expert and longtime HSO sales director, Hector Hickmott, for a chinwag. And we spent 10 minutes chatting about this topic and came to a really simple conclusion. So grab a brew, sit back, relax, and have a listen to discover what it is. Red or white? White. Half empty or half full? Full. Pad and pen or computer and note? Pen. Pen or well, pencil, it... to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. Chalkboard and blackboard. Um, <laughs> do it yourself or pay someone? Do it yourself. You're a bit of a handyman, aren't you? Yeah, sadly. <laughs> You're a closet DIY guy, I know this for a fact. Now, the reason I wanted to have a chat with you is I wanted to understand or help others understand why having the right partner is important, sort of red flags to look out for when perhaps the chosen partner isn't doing quite what they need to be doing and why having the right partner is the, the conduit to success. So I'll keep it, I'll start with this one. So why, why does an organisation going through a technology project need the right partner? Why is it important? I think the first point is if you think of it as a technology project, then you probably won't have the right partner. Okay. Or any, any of these projects are, they have to be about business change and they have to be about driving business value and business transformation. And therefore to enable you to get that, you need a, you know, you need people who understand your market, understand your operations. Yeah. Are all partners not the same? You know, we, we talk about from a Microsoft environment, they're obviously bringing in lots of expertise, lots of different partners that can bring something different to the table. But are they generally and overall not just the same? I think there's a, I mean, obviously there's a lot of crossover, but I think on the whole, it, it depends what, what you're looking for. Most of the people we see, they're looking for, as I say, they're looking to change their business. They're looking to set their business up for the future or scale their business yeah. in order to do that. Yes, you can, you know, you can have teams that operate very cheaply, it's all offshore, and actually the tech will probably get set up okay or whatever, but, yep. but fundamentally you'll get to the end and no one, no one uses it, everyone will just use the same spreadsheets, the same things they've always done. What you need, is, what I would suggest you need in a partner is someone who can actually, you know, has that breadth of skills. Can, okay. can use can use local resources to work with individuals to enable your user community to change their habits but also breadth of skills across the technology. Okay, so we're coming into then, what makes a good partner? What are the sorts of things that you should be looking for in a good partner? Or good business partner, I suppose, a good technology partner, based on what you've said. Yeah, I think I think there's a, you've got to recognise these are, a, it's a people-based thing. The tech is actually in the grand scheme of things relatively straightforward. So I think culture, cultural fit is a key thing. You know, if you're quite entrepreneurial and you're dealing with someone quite corporate, there's there's always a there's a clash and there's a frustration. I think if you can align culturally, if you've got someone who's taking that sort of long term view that understands where you're trying to get to and is in it with you for that long term, uh, you know, equally someone who's, who's who's happy to have the difficult conversations. I think sometimes you need to have those conversations early and it's about setting setting the whole program up for success. And, you know, you have to. I would always advise people that the partner's done it. That's what all they do. That's what they do for a living. And therefore, you should work with them to understand, you know, and, and learn from their experiences. Because projects don't go smoothly all of the time. 
do they? So it's important to have those difficult conversations. Yeah, projects are difficult. You, and, and I know I keep saying it's people based, but it is, you know, you need stability of the team. You need a team with the good breadth of business skills, technical skills, a mix of onshore, offshore. You need a team that's been trained and, and current with the tech, but also, you know, also understands how to run a workshop, for example, enable your, I don't know, your warehouse staff to, to agree with the process that's been suggested. And, and ideally, you know, come away with it, with it being their idea and excited and, and selling selling that new vision to their to their colleagues so you're adding value the part the partner this the, the right partner is adding value not just from a technical point of view but from a cultural business a change management a um, board level perspective helping the organization adopt the technology to deliver on the value on the business goals that's what a good partner looks like yeah completely i think if you just look forward uh, you know 10 years or so or maybe shorter than that who knows the speed tech moves you know, you might find the actual configuration is is far more commoditized. You know, it may also be, you know, automated. There'll be wizards that do it. But that's only a, a part of what a good partner should be doing for you. A good partner should effectively be translating. This is how tech can enable you to do more with your business, whether that's doing things more efficiently or whether that's innovating your customer experience or whether that's enabling you to offer new services to your customers. It's all about how do you leverage the technology that's available to you to give yourself that competitive edge. Okay, one of the things I was going to ask you is what, what happens, why can't you just do it yourself as an organisation? Why should you even bother going down the road of a partner? But something you mentioned there about the speed of change of technology makes it almost essential or critical to to have that partner with you because they're, they're keeping pace with the change of technologies, particularly in Microsoft's world, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I see it. I see it a fair bit. I see where people try and do it themselves, and I think invariably you find you get, you know, consultants who go freelance. Then they get they work in, you know, get get jobs with the client. Every time I see that, if they've been out of the out of the market, sort of such, and been contracting for more than a year or two, quite often you're listening to their suggestions and their idea of best practice, and I've, and actually the tech's moved on. They're out of date. They're missing out on all that ongoing training that you need. But like I say, it's also about just bringing that that thought leadership that advice in terms of how others have tackled similar problems and if you're only if you're if you're doing it all yourself you lack that there's also a practical challenge i don't know whether this will last but right now those people are are in huge demand and the last thing you want to do is get three quarters of the way through your program and just found you know find out they've been offered an extra hundred pound a day by a competitor and then you've lost you've lost all that knowledge all that or you know all those skills from your business and sometimes the sales process works well and the ideas are well received and you end up bringing in a partner to deliver on a particular project but over time you start to think well actually they're not doing quite what we needed to do how do you what are the kind of the the alerts or the red flags when you might need to think about whether you've actually got the right partner in that's a good question i think if there's lots of chopping and changing I think typically right now, I think the red flag is either the, the partner has a short term mindset, so they just wanted to win the deal, do maybe do that first bit of the project. But then, you know, that's great when you're flavor of the month. But once you once you've been sold, as it were, then there's another part, there's another prospect around the corner and you've suddenly find all those people you've been working with disappear onto the next one. So I think a, a red flag is lots of chopping and changing. Right. You know, I mean, we we see all the time we go you know where we we rescue projects or we take things on and you also see you know where stuff's been developed or built 
because the partner doesn't is too narrow or they're too small they don't have those breadth of skills but stuff's been built when actually with a bit of thought you could have delivered the same process using standard software so i think i think the um you know there's no one red flag i think there's lots of lots of things you know you see you see the people going you're having too many become it just becomes you feel this is too much like hard work and i, th- I think having that long-term mindset and that breadth of skills you, you need to get that right in the first place i mean quite often we see ones where you know where will be there'll be someone in the partner community who's, who's very expensive very sorry very cheap low low amounts of days and i think that's just a short-term win it takes what it takes hector suggests if you're looking for a technology partner then you're already starting off on the wrong foot and when it comes to choosing the right partner and if you want your project to succeed then you need a business partner, one with technical expertise, but also with a business now to ensure your solution is embedded and adopted culturally in your organization and therefore able to deliver on its value. Because in the end, technology is only a value if it's being used as you imagined. Delivering process improvements, providing a competitive edge, introducing efficiencies and so on. Thanks for listening. Until next time, take care of yourselves.